for August the 23rd, 2020. This is Tuartax Games, episode 189. Continuing on with the Magic Gathering Arena train, I've been uh, doing some more experimenting with uh, new decks. Um, I was out walking the dogs yesterday morning, and um, I don't know how I came to think of it, but I was thinking about... Uh, uh, Transmogrify with one of the new cards from uh, Corsa 2021 and uh, I've uh, I've encountered a few uh, decks playing it. I, I tried it myself in a couple of decks but I wasn't really uh, max uh, uh, designing the decks to maximize its effect so so I wasn't having all that much luck with it. I remember mentioning it I think at some point that I took it out of my uh, Go Big I think it was deck uh because quite often i would end up getting one of my uh, uh mirror paladins i think they're called the uh two two uh, artifact creatures that you can tap for two colorless which is uh a handy uh but usually not what you're looking for when you're paying uh four mana to to transform a creature uh so anyway i, I tossed that out uh i've since I met a few decks where where I've been just crushed by it because uh, since you can cast it on on the fourth turn uh, unless you have some other uh, uh, mono ramping uh, to get you there earlier, but uh, generally on the fourth turn, and and you can bring uh, some heavy hitter creature into the game, and it's uh, uh, quite often it'll be one of the dragons, the bigger dragons like uh, Dracoseth, um, and um, yeah, and you're just you're just toast. Um, so anyway, I wanted to to do my own uh, deck uh, using it, and uh, um, I had also met a deck the day before, I think, which used the uh, shipwreck drowner uh, or dowser, uh, which is this um, uh, three three green merfolk or blue blue merfolk uh, creature. Uh, it costs two blue and three, uh, and it it has prowess. And it reads that uh, when Shipwreck Dowser enters the battlefield, return target instant or sorcery card from your graveyard to your hand. So I thought that would be a, uh, a pretty good fit uh, because you could uh, uh, use your Transmogrify, uh, play a uh, Shipwreck Dowser and then get it back. Uh, alternatively, of course, you use Transmogrify on some creature, you get a Shipwreck Dowser with the Transmogrify, and then you get the Transmogrify back in your hand, and you can play it the next turn. Uh, so I put four of those in here. Uh, my deck is a, uh, a blue and red. I think it's called Ixis or something like that. It's the denomination uh, or the uh, allegiance um, for blue and red. Um, so I'll just run through the deck list and uh, then talk about the idea of the deck and the strategies. So it has seven islands, nine mountains, four steam vents, four temple of epiphany, uh, four riddle form, which I should, this is also one of the newer cards, so I should probably, uh, explain that one. It's an enchantment for, uh, one blue and one. And it reads, whenever you cast a non-creature spell, you may have Riddle Form become a 3-3 Sphinx creature with flying, in addition to its other types, until the end of turn. 
And it also has scry for uh, one blue and two. Scry one. So, uh, as you'll see, when I, as I go through this deck, uh, you'll see I have a lot of uh, non-creature spells. So that uh, felt like a good fit for this deck. I have four Fire Prophecy, which is that um, red instant that you can do three damage to a creature. And you can also choose to um, put a card from your hand on the bottom of your library and draw a new one. Uh, four uh, Forbidden Friendship, which creates a 1-1 one, one dragon uh, or dinosaur, red dinosaur, and a with haste and a 1-1 one, one white human soldier. Uh, four Goblin Gathering, um, which will create uh, two or more red goblins, depending on how many of the Goblin Gathering you have in your uh, graveyard. It'll add one for each, um, each other Goblin Gathering you have in the graveyard, so you can um, get more and more goblins if you play more of these. Uh, I currently have three Transmogrify. I initially had just had two, but I... I uh, Got a gold uh, lotus uh, wild card, so I could um, get a, four, a third one. So I just need I need a fourth one to make this deck more uh, uh, consistent. I have four experimental overload, which is also a new card from Corset 2021. It costs uh, one blue, one red, and two, uh, and it's a sorcery. Uh, it reads, create an XX blue and red weird creature token, where X is the number of instant and sorcery cards in your graveyard. Then you may return an instant or sorcery card from your graveyard to your hand. Exile experimental overload. Uh, of course, for Shipwreck Dowser, as I mentioned before, I have two Dream Shaper Shaman which is a 5-4 uh, creature, it costs 1 red and 5. This is, uh, it, and it reads, it's an enchantment creature, and it reads, at the beginning of your end step, you may pay uh, 2 and 1 red, uh, sacrifice a non-land permanent. If you do, reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a non-land permanent card. Put that card onto the battlefield and the rest at the bottom of your library in a random order. I have three uh, Dracoseth Maw of the Flames, 7-7 um, seven, seven Flying uh, Dragon, Legendary Creature. It costs uh, three red and four. And it reads, when Dracoseth Maw of the Flames attacks, it deals four damage to any target, three damage to each of up to two other targets. And finally, for Yidaro Wandering Monster, a legendary creature, Dinosaur Turtle, costs 2 red and 5. It has Trample and Haste, and you can cycle it for uh, 1 red and 1. And it reads that when you cycle Yidaro Wandering Monster, shuffle it into your library from your graveyard. If you've cycled a card named Yidaro Wandering Monster 4 or more times, this game put it onto the battlefield from your graveyard instead. So that's the de desk, uh, the deck list, and um, so the uh, idea is to maximize uh, transmogrify. So uh, I want to have just creatures in the deck that uh, I actually want to um, pull into play with transmogrify. 
and so that will be uh, heavy hitters uh, that cost a lot so you're getting a, a good gain for uh, the transformation and uh, of course i need creatures that i can transform so that's the idea behind the uh, the sorceries uh, for creating creatures forbidden friendship and goblin gathering uh, as well as experimental overload, since I'm already uh, have a bunch of um, sorceries and uh, instances in here, I thought that would be a good fit. That'll also create uh, token creatures, and hopefully they'll be bigger than just one one. So they'll be more than just some cannon fodder. Um, and then of course I had the force uh, shipwreck dowser, which uh, is maybe not the creature I want, but uh, it's a fairly good creature, and I'm also getting my, hopefully, getting the transmogrify back into hand so I can replay it. So I'll get the shipwreck dowser as well, something else. So that was the main idea. Uh, if we run it from the top, uh, skipping the lands, of course, uh, riddle form. Uh, like I mentioned, it's uh, a way of having a creature without it being a creature spell, since I don't want it to to trigger uh, the Transmogrify, uh, to be the target of the Transmogrify. So it's a good way of getting a creature, um, or more creatures anyway, to to mostly for attack, uh, since I have uh, more sorceries and instances, but uh, like with the Fire Prophecy, um, I could use that uh, as a defense, perhaps. So. Um, both getting the riddle form into a creature form and also doing three damage to a an attacking uh, opponent's creature. Um, moving on, fire prophecy, of course, to do uh, some direct damage, but also uh, a big uh, plus uh, for the reason I chose this card over something else um, is that you can uh, shuffle that you can exchange a card in your hand uh, for one in your deck. Since you don't want to have uh, the Dream Shaper Shaman or the uh, Jacketh Seth in your starting hand, since the whole point of the deck is to to not have to cast it, and and those are pretty expensive, so you don't want to have them just sitting around as a pretty much a dead card in your hand. Uh, so if you do happen to pull those or have them in your starting hand, use the Fire Prophecy to to um, exchange it for something that you. You, you want to have like transmogrify or or uh, some other spell uh for friendship and goblin gathering pretty straightforward just to, to create some uh, little tokens that i can then uh, transform and also to have as uh, defense um and perhaps even attack until you get to that point um of course the uh the star of the show, Transmogrify, three of those at the moment. I'm looking to get a fourth one in here. I have the four experimental overloads uh, since I've already, like I mentioned, I'm casting a lot of instances and sorceries. Uh, that's another way of getting a uh, creature on the battlefield. And also, since it has the ability of, uh, or uh, has the feature of allowing you to, uh, to um, uh, return a sorcery or a instant to your hand from the graveyard. You can use that to to bring a transmogrify back to your hand, for instance. Or uh, as I've done several times, you you uh, bring back the forbidden friendship or goblin gathering to to get some more uh, cannon fodder. 
Shipwreck, Shipwreck Dowser, we already talked about. Uh, Dream Shaper Shaman, of course, is a similar, uh, has a similar feature to the Transmogrify. Uh, it's a pretty powerful creature, so it's a, a good, fairly good fit um, for the Transmogrify, but then it also has a similar ability that you can uh, take one of your other creatures and then hopefully exchange that for Drag Dracoseth or Yadaro. Dracoseth is, uh, of course, the main focus uh, of the Transmogrify. That's the card you really want to get into play. Um... In most cases, anyway, because it it will pretty much uh, uh, devastate the opponent's uh, uh, um, defenses um, as soon as it is allowed to attack. Uh, the drawback, of course, is that it doesn't have haste, so your uh, opponent does have a turn to, to try to deal with it. Um, um, but Yidaro is, of course, um, really good here, since it has both trample and haste. Um, if your opponent is uh, not ready for you to use Transmogrify, if they haven't understood your deck yet, um, they'll probably not be ready to have an 8-8 all of a sudden attacking on the fourth turn. So um, that's really powerful. And of course, Yudaro also has the great feature of being, allowing you to cycle it. Um, I'm not expecting to cycle it four times to get one into play. That uh, almost never happens, I, I find. But um, it does allow me to um, uh, get it out of my hand um, and get something else into it, uh, just like the Fire Prophecy. So that's the deck list. Um, I've uh, I've played a few matches. I hasn't uh, I haven't done super well so far. Um, I um, think I might take the uh, Shipwreck Dowsers out of the deck because. Uh, really, they're just um, they're just slowing down the uh, <laughs> what we're actually looking or uh, your actual goal of the deck, which is to get one of the big creatures, the the, the dragon or the uh, dinosaur, into play. And um, uh, yeah, it doesn't really. I mean, sure, you can get the experimental or transmogrify back into your hand. If you've uh, had, if if perhaps it's been countered uh, previously, but um, uh, I'd rather hope for another one to get into my hand and perhaps have something else. And uh, also, the deck is a bit too slow because you're since you're waiting on the transmogrify. If you don't have it uh, on turn four, um, it's um, it's it can be on the slow side and also. If you do have it on turn four and you get a Chipric Dowser, you're waiting yet another turn to try to get one of your more heavy creatures into play. So I'm thinking of I'm going to shift those out and put in something like Opt, I think. Uh, since, uh, for one thing, it, uh, it will uh, allow me to... Uh, to um, uh, it'll allow me to... Um, what was I thinking? Uh, <laughs> um, for one thing, it will allow you to um, to get an another card uh, fairly quickly, uh, and also um, it, it reduces the amount of uh, hits uh, that uh, will do uh, hit the transmog or the transmogrify will. Uh, uh, it'll <laughs> it'll reduce the amount of creatures that Transmogrify might uh, uh, pick up, uh, getting rid of those that you 
you're not really looking for. So um, well, I really want to try that out. I haven't done that yet. Um, also thinking experimental overload. Maybe I have too many and they're kind of expensive. Uh, hadn't haven't had all that much use for them. So uh, I think I might want to put in some other... Um, Maybe some direct damage uh, instance because I'd really like to have more focus on being able to play instances to to uh, wake the riddle form as defense, uh, and also of course just to to take out uh, enemy uh, creatures um, since I feel kind of uh, left uh, uh, unprotected uh, early on since I just have the the little uh, token creatures. So so um, yeah. Uh, So by the way, I call that the uh, trans dance, haha, very funny. Um, but I also had another idea at the same time that I was uh, uh, thinking up that idea, and it was a deck focused around the Ocelith, which is that uh, legendary uh, uh, artifact from Ikoria. Cost one uh, colorless to play, and it reads when a creature you control leaves the battlefield, if it had counters on it. Put those counters on the Ocelith uh, at the beginning of your combat on your turn. If the Ocelith has counters on it, you may move all counters from it uh, from the Ocelith, Ocelith uh, onto target creature. Uh, and I was thinking that a good way of producing a lot of counters and a pretty powerful combo is uh, to have Grumgully the Generous in play and uh, try to create a lot of token creatures that are um, uh, kind of kind of father because you you at that point if you have the Ocelith in play you don't uh, have to care all that much about the fact that they die because you're going to get a lot of those uh, counters uh, onto a heavier creature or creating a heavier creature um, for your next uh, turn. So uh, to start out, let's run through the deck list. Um, I have one Castle Embreath. Um, I have, let's see, six mountains, one forest, four Karns Bastion, four crypt cryptic caves, two Fabled Passage, four Stomping Ground, two Temple of Abandon, and uh, that's the lands. Then I have four the Ocelith, uh, four Fire Prophecy, four Runaway Steamkin, four uh, Thunder Wake, uh, Thunderkin Awakener, uh, three Chandra Acolyte of Flame, three Krenko, Tin Street Kingping, four Grumgully the Generous, four Scampering Scorcher, three Torbran, Thane of Redfell, and three Embercleaves. Uh, so this is pretty straightforward uh, aggro deck, I would say. Um, it has, uh, of course, uh, the idea is to create a lot of creatures and uh, with tokens on them, um, so that you have a lot of tokens that you can reuse um, as they die uh, through the Ocelith. So you want to get Gromgully into play as early as possible, and the Ocelith as well before you start uh, creating your token creatures, or any creatures, really. Um, and then just uh, uh, overwhelming your enemy with a lot of not that small creatures, because they're going to be 2-2s, two hopefully. Um, 
when they start out and uh, and then uh, just uh, uh, building up those counters uh, moving them from creature to creature as they as they die uh, and creating the more more and more powerful creatures or, or one creature that will be more and more powerful or perhaps the, the, the dividing it up uh, depending on when and how uh, your creatures uh, die so uh, I had a really good uh, first match. I got the Ocelith into play, I got um, Gromgully uh, into play, and I started playing uh, Scampering Scorcher, which creates two extra elementals, and um, I think I had a couple of those play, and then a Thundercan Awakener. So I had a bunch of 2-2s, and uh, some of them were dying, of course. I was bringing back the Scampering Scorcher with the Thundercan Awakener. Um, and the tokens were just uh, moving uh, to, onto bigger and bigger creatures. Uh, my strategy there was to not uh, boost Grumgully, even though uh, uh, you're tempted to, because uh, you want to kind of protect it. But on the other hand, I didn't want it to draw any uh, fire. Uh, I thought I wanted to focus on the uh, tokens that I was going to create new ones of anyway. And since... Um, all those plus one plus one counters going to move on to another one. It didn't really matter if one of them died. Um, but I didn't want to lose Grumgalay. So um, luckily I wasn't meeting a deck that had any uh, uh, direct damage. Uh, Grumgalay, since it's just a 3-3, three, three, it's a fairly, uh, um, a fairly easy target. But uh, um, luckily I was doing fairly well there. Uh, and I think the enemy just uh, gave up at some point. Um, so I had a pretty good first run. Um, then uh, um, uh, I actually won, won all three matches that I played on the uh, that day, which was uh, uh, yeah yesterday. Uh, then I had a couple of losses yesterday er, today this morning. So uh, it's it's uh, not the statistics aren't aren't super well or super great. Um, so uh, we'll see how that goes um but it's a fun idea and uh i'll probably keep keep playing with it i'm thinking of taking out the uh runaway steamkin although though it's a good card i don't need very much mana and uh, um i'm thinking maybe i need more fire uh power instead uh, some direct damage cards to uh uh to even out for all these uh, creatures that I have. Uh, but we'll see. I'll continue playing with it and uh, we'll see where it goes. It's uh, a pretty easy or straightforward deck, so uh, not super much to say about that. I think that's uh, it for now.